Hello guys, and welcome to the first episode of Lux's Litter Box. We're coming at you live from room 2164 in Chambers Academic Building of Davidson College. My name is Cole Volpus. I am a writer for A10 Talk and Davidson Basketball Superfan. And I'm Sean. I am not, I'm actually a recent Davidson Basketball fan. So bear with me for the first little bit. I still need to learn some players on the team's names, which is a little <laughs> bit rough. Um, on the other hand, I do know every single player on Vandy, on Vanderbilt's uh, team's name. Yeah. But I'm new to the A-10. Very excited to be a part of this. Very excited to delve into the A-10. So yeah, in this episode, we're going to briefly touch on the last game Saturday at BCU uh, t- and also talk about the upcoming game against George Mason tomorrow at 5.30 in the Robin Center where Richmond plays. Super excited for the A-10 tournament. Hopefully we can get back to the championship for the first time since 2018. Since 2018, really? I feel like Davidson, from an outsider's perspective, I feel like Davidson's always had a relatively pretty good team. But, I mean, when was the last time we made the tournament again? That In 2018, when we were able to defeat Rhode Island in 2018. I'm really excited for the tournament this year. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch just because there's not really anything else going on right now. Um, then again, I feel like this year is going to be uh, crazy for upsets just because everyone's kind of thrown off by COVID stuff already. I think there's going to be a lot more upsets than usual. Um, and I think this is also the year that I make the perfect bracket and I win $10 million or whatever it is. That sounds great. Uh, my cousin once told me we were at uh, an Italian restaurant, Maggiano's, if you're familiar. It was the same night that Kevin Ware on Louisville, like his knee went through his skin. Anyways, he told me there, he said, if there's a lot of upsets in the regular season, then there will not be a lot of upsets in the tournament and vice versa. So we'll see. And when I fill up my bracket, I will be picking Gonzaga to win it all, of course, unless Davidson is there. Or should I say when Davidson is there after we win this A-10 tournament. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it too. It should be some great basketball tomorrow. I'm excited to watch George Mason play Davidson for the first time since last year, uh, see, the, see the matchup between Luka Brajkovic, potentially, and A.J. Wilson. Should be, should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I actually, I was just checking that when I was looking at some stats. It was crazy that we haven't played George Mason this year, but there have been some teams that we played twice. Yes. Um, especially, look at that St. Bonaventure matchup that we played twice in like the last week. So it's crazy that the A-10 really like changed the schedule like that. Yeah, we can get into that uh, soon and, and see, you know, I have strong opinions about that. I got in a little bit of some fights with some St. Bonaventure fans about the scheduling. Um, but you know what we haven't done is I haven't really introduced myself and, and why I've been following Davidson for as long as I have, despite, despite being a first-year student like Sean. So I'm from North Carolina, the Raleigh area, and to me, you know, I, it just was too cool to follow NC State, Duke, UNC, or Wake Forest. Um, yeah, I just I don't like Duke at all. And then the others, I have people I know who go to the schools, and that's the only thing that saves me from not disliking them. So I started watching Davidson um, really since I saw them receiving votes back in 2015 when they first joined the A-10. I watched the game before they got ranked and was kind of hooked ever since. Of course, they haven't been ranked ever since, but I, I watched a lot of their games, especially when they made their run in the A-10 tournament 2018. And then I watched all of their games after I got in, so all of their games last season and this season. I'm a really big fan, and um, this podcast is going to be a lot of fun. That's really interesting that you got into Davidson basketball like after the whole Steph Curry thing, because I feel like there are a lot of people that kind of jumped on the bandwagon after that. Yeah, but for sure. You kind of like you missed the bandwagon. 
I actually um, w was decided that I'd become a Davidson basketball fan. I, I favored them on my ESPN app first, and then I did a little bit of a Wikipedia dive, and I'm like, wait, Steph Curry? Like, that's crazy. It's kind of funny yeah. to me that I didn't even know, and I was already following the basketball team. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's getting serious when you favorite them on the ESPN app. That's like that's a committed relationship. Yeah, right for there. sure. You gotta follow them. For sure, favorited since 2015, always. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm Sean. I'm a freshman at Davidson as well this year. Um, I played basketball all four years varsity level in high school. So at least I have some uh, basketball knowledge. I love the sport. Love watching it uh, get broken down. Hoops Vision 68. That's one of the best YouTube channels out there for some really in-depth uh, basketball strategy and X's and O's. Um, I'm really excited to really get into this with uh, a lot of the A-10 because the A-10 is pretty special. I mean, it's got some historic powerhouses um, that are mid-major powerhouses, um, and I feel like there's a lot of potential that the A-10 has, especially in the, the next few years with a lot of the talent that's in this conference. Uh, to shock some people in the NCAA tournament and beyond. I'm kind of offended by the whole mid-major thing there, Sean. What do you mean there? Oh, you're saying that, what is it, like power seven for basketball? So that you, you're power saying eight, that power, power eight, eight, power eight with the A-10, obviously. With the A-10. Yeah, I think, I think I really liked, though, the kind of like debatability of, you know, mid-major or not. I think that's part of what got me into it, you know, as a Mets fan, as a Knicks fan, as a Jets fan. Um, it's this very similar vibe where, like, you're not supposed to be good, but when you are, it's a lot of fun. And um, to me, I just really like the element of just seeing teams come out of nowhere and, you know, the potential to go to the Final Four as an 11 seed as we had VCU and George Mason in, in our conference do that. Of course, both of them were in the Colonial Athletic uh, Conference when they did that. But, uh, yeah, I'm certainly excited uh, to keep watching A-10 basketball. So, uh, yeah. Cole, when was the first time you ever went to a Davidson basketball game, by the way? So the first time I went to a Davidson basketball game was Kellen Grady's sophomore year, so two years ago. I guess that would have been that 2018 season, right, 2017-2018 season. I went to the Dean Dome to see Davidson play UNC, of course, and they, I think they got blown out by about 30. Um, I was really excited to see Kellen Grady play, and he was day-to-day -day at that time, did not play. But I did, I, I did get to see... Um, Pritchett and John Axel Goodmanson, and I'm sure Carter Collins probably was in at some point in that game, um, so that, that was cool. Yeah, I actually got to witness Davidson playing live basketball, which is crazy, um, but I got to watch Davidson play live basketball before COVID last year, okay. when they were playing at Vandy. Uh, it was right. just a random thing. I got tickets to go see that game, uh, and so that was really cool, just because I knew that those were the two colleges that like I would like to go to uh, and get to see them battle it out. Um, but that was also a lot of fun because I remember Lee played a really good game and it was really frustrating. Like, so I didn't really like him at the time because I was like, why does he just keep hitting threes in our face? Like, he doesn't look like he should be able to do that. Like, he's pretty tall and like. Well, he's listed as a forward. Yeah, he's Although he doesn't really play like that's, one. That's, again, that's really debatable. Doesn't really play like a forward, but he also, I don't feel like he has like the quickness and handles to be like a straight up guard. That's true. So, um, yeah. So Cole, you were at, you were at a Davidson game recently. Yes, I was at a Davidson game recently. I was able to go to Belk Arena to see Davidson play VCU. It was super super exciting, just not being able to go to live games all year and then being able to see them play VCU. 
was really look, looking forward to seeing Bones Highland play for VCO. Fortunately, didn't get that experience, but just to see them, to be with the crowd, I mean, it, despite the fact that it was obviously not a full capacity, just 200 students there, it really, really were rocking the house. The fans were loud. The fans were screaming at the refs, screaming flagrant every foul that VCU had after all they 200, All 200 fans, by the way. All 200 fans. I mean, it, it, was, it was a really good experience. And, uh, yeah, I mean, now that we're um, – we're talking about VCU. I think we do you want to get into the scheduling change and, and where we're at right now? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I remember looking at the scheduling change as it came out and realizing, oh, we're about to go play the best teams in the conference, like back to back to back. Yes. Like how is that really the most like fair in the world? Yeah. So we, we definitely had a lighter schedule going into this season. I mean, in the preseason for the preseason top four, Davidson wasn't scheduled to play any of them twice. And we had a lot of our um our harder games in the beginning. So all we really had was easier games left. So I don't think that the A-10 was in the wrong for giving teams like UMass and Davidson who hadn't had a hard schedule, the harder games. To me, it's just Davidson had to win one. We had three games, two against St. Bonaventure, one against VCU. And I was just extremely nervous going to that VCU game because had we lost, I mean, we, we said as a three seed now for the A-10, had we lost, we would have been behind George Mason. We would have been behind UMass. And you know, you can be a fan of those teams and maybe you can make an argument that they deserve the higher seed. But to me, like Davidson, do they deserve the double buy? I mean, that, that's a conversation you have. But to me, they're definitely a solid top five team in the conference. And I, I think I'm so glad that, that they were able to defeat VCU last Saturday. Yeah, I would agree with you. I would say they're definitely top five in the conference, but I wouldn't agree that they're in the top three right there. Just because watching them play they have a really unique style of offense, I think, compared to at least their like previous years. Um, having watched them, having seen them in person, they're playing a lot slower, it feels like. Um, and so they're trying to make sure they focus on quality possessions. Um, but when you have a game when your star players, like Kellen Grady, for example, uh, don't produce, then you have one of those games like the St. Bonaventure game where you either uh, get blown out or you lose a close one in a low-scoring game. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I think, but at the same time, like, our VCU game, you know, our guards did not do insanely well. I mean, Grady had 13. That's a, that's a good game, um, but he wasn't shooting well from three. Lee, Lee led the team and made threes with only two threes, and yet our team did very well, and I think that that's what really excites me about Davidson right now, and I think Belk Report on Twitter and some other Davidson personas on Twitter agree with me, is that, yes, since, since we became that and have always been that heavy three-point shooting team, like, the two-point three-point shooting offense has always opened up a two-point shooting offense, but to me, I see a transition where we're not where we're actually transitioning towards being balanced from the beginning. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And and one of those main key factors is uh, Luca. He's been I've been watching a lot of film on him, and he really impresses me. Uh, he played actually pretty well in that Texas game uh, early in the year, back when we lost by two, uh, in the, what was the Mali Jamali, but it really was in yeah. like Asheville. Yeah, yeah. In Asheville. Yeah. That was a weird tournament to begin with, but Luca has really started to impress me recently. He only played for 19 minutes, but had 15, uh, in that last game against VCU. Yeah, that, that was, that was certainly funny. Uh, John Axel Goodmanson, uh, calling out the refs there for trying to stop Luca and he still had an amazing game. I mean, he was going against Hassan Ward inside the paint, uh, for most of the game. And he's, He's a huge 6'9 sophomore, and yet he literally made every single post-move layup. He went 7-7 seven seven inside uh, the three-point arc, so certainly impressive. And I, 
I really would be thrilled to see Bob McKillop keep looking for Menenga, keep looking for Brakovic. We'll have Bochy eat him next year. Christensen should continue to get better. I think this is an exciting time for Davidson basketball. Oh, yeah, totally. There's going to be a lot to look forward to in this next season. Of course, the A-10 around the conference, some of the uh, there's a lot of graduating seniors, it feels like. I know Richmond, for example, they had a really disappointing loss today in the A-10 quarterfinals. Uh, um, second round. Yeah. Second round. Oh, excuse me. In the A-10 second round. Um, but it seems like they were really building up for a few years to try to make one of those deep tournament runs. Um, and if it seemed like they were going to be unstoppable this year, at least at the beginning of the year. They had some really quality wins at Kentucky, at Vandy, 2-0 and in the SEC. Um, and then they kind of fell apart. Loyola Chicago. Loyola, yeah. I was at Loyola Chicago, too. Yeah. Uh, and then at Davidson, so that's another quality win for Richmond. And then it really just – it really kind of fell apart, really. I mean, it didn't fall apart at first with the Hofstra game when they, when they lost at home to Hofstra, but – that was when they stopped receiving votes in the top 25, and then, and then of course they they dropped to LaSalle uh, midway through conference play, and then just recently dropped to St. Joe's. I mean, we can talk about that Monday. That Monday for me was was a very hectic and exciting Monday. So I went in, I went into the Monday like kind of gloating about how good I was at my prediction that like that St. Bonaventure fans should not be worried about the schedule change. They got a quad one win against Davidson, a quad two win against. Davidson, and then they destroyed George Washington. Everything was going up. They were the highest they've ever been in Ken Palm. And then we just have the weirdest Monday of our lives where St. Bonaventure drops to Dayton. You know, that can happen. Dayton can beat them. St. Louis destroying UMass, that's not a big deal. But then we see Richmond drop to St. Joe's. A really crazy finish. You had the inbounds pass to Grace, who, who made the shot, but just a tenth of a second too late. And then that Richmond would have been the third seed. They dropped all the way to the eighth seed. Instead, if we lost to VCU, we would have been like the seventh seed. And now we're the third seed. So crazy Monday. Everything worked out for us. Everything almost worked out for St. Bonaventure. And for VCU, I mean, it, you know, the quarter went to Davidson. You went back. But they're doing, they're doing fine now, too. So here's the thing. After watching that first St. Bonaventure game, where we got blown out a little bit, where literally our guards were giving up so much interior drive, um, and St. Bonaventure could literally just kick and shoot um, if they didn't make it to the rack, which they did a majority of the time. Um, after that, I thought Davidson was going to end up... I was expecting a downward spiral towards the end, but we really kind of stabilized towards the end, it felt like. Um, and that win against VCU was big for what it felt like morale. Um, and it really kind of primes you, because for seeding at least, it primes you for another run. So speaking of making a potential another run, how are you feeling about this A-10 tournament? Yes, so we are here in the A-10 tournament. I think the VCU game is certainly a sign that we are not going to be like St. Louis and Richmond potentially and not have a prolonged issue with being on pause. So I'm optimistic that we can be the same Davidson team that was that was winning and on that four-game winning streak earlier. So I think we can be any team in the league, to say short. Last time we were the three-seed was that 2018 win. I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to finish that sentence. But um, we are here again as a three-seed it almost feels like it's too good to be true that going into that night, it was very likely that we would be playing um, St. Louis first. We would be the four seed, St. Louis would be the five seed, and that would be the matchup. 
And thanks to Richmond, we were playing George Mason, who is a very hot team right now. Uh, Tyler Kolick's up for Rookie of the Year. Um, they're just, you know, they're playing very well right now. And I personally didn't expect them to blow out George Washington twice, especially George Washington team that, that has shown flashes at times. They did it, and now they're playing us. But at the same time, you know, I think we definitely can beat that. And that's why I say, like, is it too good to be true? I certainly think that we we could be back at the semifinals, but I will not get ahead of myself and have too high of expectations. What do you think about, about that? I think all the signs are there that we could have um... – a potential run. I think it's going to be interesting. I Again, I'm going to follow your suit and not really hope for anything too much. I would be fine with a nice little NIT tournament appearance, but yeah. what happens, happens. So yes, the the thing is, is I, I think we definitely have the ability to beat George Mason, and it will be a good game, but the question is, um, then we have to play VCU or Dayton, and, and yes, we have beaten VCU, um, but we beat them without their star player. And um, also, they're going to be, regardless of whether, I'm not sure if we're playing at the Robin Center or the Siegel Center, um, but regardless, they're going to be in Richmond, and, you know, it's a different game. And if Dayton wins, I mean, Dayton's beaten us before. They looked incredible today at, at parts of the game, others not so much, but you know, especially near the end, you know, great ball movement. And Jalen Crutcher, you know, he has a lot of teams' numbers, and one of those is St. Louis, of course, who he always beats, but he also has done really well against us in the past. I would be scared to face either of them. That's why, to me, I you know I keep my expectations low, but I want us to do well enough. I mean, maybe there's an unpopular opinion because some people don't like the NIT and, and find it embarrassing that their team's playing in it. But to me, I want Yoon Jun Lee to have postseason experience in a national setting. Same with Mike Jones, Grant Huff, and Sam Anega. So I want us to see us in the NIT, and right now we're maybe like a last four in or first four out because of the 16-team structure so yeah. yeah and i mean we also need to remember to not get ahead of ourselves we still got george mason tomorrow yeah um for and sure. so that's gonna be a big matchup and gonna be exciting to watch since these teams haven't played each other all year and they've kind of been avoiding each other um do you have any thoughts about how these teams potentially not, might match up yeah so i've only seen i saw george mason play us last year and I, i've seen him occasionally um, this year, like, I watched a double overtime game against St. Joe's because, I mean, that was an incredible game. <laughs> but what I do know is that they have A.J. Wilson, who I've, I've seen him play us before. Amazing shot blocker, amazing defender. Should should probably see him on the all-defensive team. And he had zero blocks today. Uh, averages two and a half on the season. I'm hoping that um, he doesn't come a little too hungry today and then start swatting away all of our balls. But regardless, um, I think we can handle this team because George Mason might be a hot team right now, but... I mean, they beat in UMass, who's the five seed, but they're like, we definitely can beat them. All right, and so Cole, this is actually pretty interesting. We're already sponsored after our, we haven't even had an episode up yet. So this will be really interesting. So now for today's sponsor. Do you love the Davidson basketball team, but not have the confidence to be with the boys? Are you ashamed of ripping off your shirt every time Luka Brajkovic makes a free throw? Well, we've got the solution for you. Davidson's Shirtless Student Section. Davidson's Shirtless Student Section is a life-altering and extraterrestrial experience. One day with the boys and you'll have the confidence and energy you need to be the best around the boys. So try Davidson's Shirtless Student Section. Side effects may include ending up on national television. So, this has been great. I've really enjoyed this call. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, had a good episode. We, we should be back. Uh, this was a Thursday or Friday, but uh, we should be back every Monday with this podcast.
We started it on a Thursday. We ended this podcast on a Friday. That's all you need to know. Just oh. kidding. It wasn't actually that late. Yeah. Because we have homework to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is not fun. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back relatively soon. Got a lot of A-10 basketball to watch. A lot of A-10 basketball to write about. Maybe by next time I'll know a few of our players' names that aren't Grady, Lee, or uh, – actually, really, that's it. 